0: In anybody glad they came to church? A couple people. Second Corinthians 9 and verse 6, but it says, I say this, but he who sows sparingly will also read sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will read bountifully. And in the context of these verses, which we're going to get into, 2 Corinthians 8 and 9, it's talking about money, cheddar, cabbage, lettuce, dead presidents, fighting So don't try to make this all spiritual. Talking about money in the passage. Verse 7 says, so, so e- Let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. Verse 8, and God is able, that's a preaching word, and God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you always have an all sufficiency in. Have an abundance to give to every good work. How I many know that's the goal? We're going to have an abundance to give to every good work. Why? Because God blesses you so you can be a blessing. So tonight we're going to be continuing our series on chasing paper. Is that okay with everybody? You guys enjoy that? And for he enjoys that we're going to chasing paper one more night. This is the last this series tonight, and there's much more that I could say about money and finances, but it's a good place to wrap it up, because we could be in Chasing Paper for a really long time. Like I said, there's over 2,000 verses that deal with money, so we're going to cut it off tonight. But tonight, if you're taking notes, the title of message is Giving Gone Wild. Giving Gone Wild. Y'all here? turns around and blesses us, just like Melchizedek blessed Abraham in the Old Testament. So when we give, Jesus receives them in heaven, and he turns around and he blesses us. So we we understand that tithing is not just Old Testament, it's New Testament, it's all through the Bible, but notice that is a starting place, not a finishing place, tithing. Let me say this, something we learned about tithes last week was this, that tithing should be the first should be the best of what you have. Also, we learned last week that tithing should go to the house of God. And we know what the, the house of God is in the New Testament, says in Timothy, the house of God is the church. So your tithes cannot not go to your grandma you give her, your grandma an offering. You know, your tithes shouldn't go to a TV preacher. Your tithes could not just go to a, a random homeless person. Your tithes should go to your local church. You can give an offering to those other people, but you can give your tithe at God's house. Now, we uh, understood this, that uh, tithing went mainly to fund God's house, but Still doubting about should you pay a pastor? Okay, here's two scriptures in the New Testament, two, two passages you can read later by yourself. First Corinthians nine seven through fourteen. Okay, and you can read that later. Paul talks about is it right to pay a minister or a pastor whoever throws into a local church? Also, First Timothy five seventeen through eight. 1 Timothy five seventeen through eight. So. Later on, not right now, if you still have questions about is it biblical? it's more important that you give it in the right heart, and God has your heart, and it's more important that you're not just a giver on Sunday, but you're a giver all week, and that you live a lifestyle of generosity, and that's what a grace giver is, because in the the Old Testament, they would give, but their heart was not fully in it, they just did it because they had to, but a grace giver gives because he wants to somebody, I'm going to say that one more time, in the Old Testament they gave because they had to, but a grace giver in the New Testament gives because they want to. Nobody's forcing them to, they want to because the grace of God is that good. And I'm going to say a couple things, just introduction to what we're talking about tonight, is a grace giver doesn't ask how much junk and go into not what can I keep, what can I give, and I want to I want to make more money on my job, not so I can have more, so I can get more, I want to be promoted on my job so I can give more, not so I can keep more, I want to be blessed so I can be a blessing, not so I can just buy a new car, I want to be blessed so I can be a blessing and be more generous, that is the grace giver, that is the generous person. And God wants you to be a generous, grace-giving person. That's the heart of the New Testament believer: is a grace giver. So, a grace giver doesn't ask how much can I keep; they say how much can I give. And notice, God doesn't just want your money; He wants you. But if He gets you, He'll have your money guaranteed. And we're going to get into this Christmas tonight, so you can you can say all day, "God has my heart. I'm with this church." if he doesn't have your money, he doesn't have you. Because when he fully has you, he'll have your money too. Because your money is one of the the biggest reflections of what you love and who has your heart. we still here? You guys get something so far? This is what grace giving says, and you don't have to write this down, but let me just explain this to you. Grace giving in the New Testament says this, God has been so good to me, It's just my natural response, my reasonable response to give everything back to Him. That's grace-giving. Grace-giving says God's grace has been poured out on me so much. It's the least I can do to give to His house and give to His kingdom and to live like a generous person because the grace of God has been so good. Not because I have to, but because I want to because God's grace is so good. That's grace-giving. And that's what you as a believer in in Jesus Christ and a person in the New Testament church should be walking in grace. You're ma- with you and God is better than 100% by yourself.